Welcome to Full Scope, a podcast with two guys in their 20s, giving their perspective on the games that we love, the headlines in pop culture, and the meaning behind it all. I'm your host, Winter Burns, and my counterpart, Savon Morris, was not able to be on for this one. And for this episode, I wanted to give you guys a quick preview. Um, I had two special guests, Mr. Greco Battles. He's been on um, for, previ- for previous episodes with, you know, uh, discussions about the playoffs of this past year's playoffs. And a second guest, uh, Jeremy Ruffin, who's um, a life coach, a, a tutor at Rough Path. Um, he's also been a, a high school basketball coach for for many years in the past and, and gave some some really great insights on this episode. We did have a few technical difficulties with the first half, but we're going to uh, present to you this the second half of the episode. And we talked a little bit about um, the finals and what we, our expectations were, what our expectations were in um, heading into game six. And we hope you enjoy this episode and see you later. Welcome back to the show. Now we're getting to the second half of our topics and to start back with our next topic with, you know, kind of just discussing the the who should be the finals MVP uh, currently. And, you know, obviously like Steph has been the main leader of the conversation, averaging, you know, 30 points, five rebounds and four assists. Um, and just the veteran leadership and stellar play that he has, you know, really elevates the play of others around him. You know, even with one of his worst finals, finals performances in the last game, you know, he still was able to move into 10th place for all time assists in the finals. Um, but to you, Jeremy, like looking looking at the candidates overall, like who, who do you think is the overwhelming um, Finals MVP candidate, leading candidate right now? I, I would definitely say it was Steph Curry. Um, I actually went by, I went back and looked at the last what since I was born in '88, all the all the um, overall Finals MVPs, and uh, I was just amazed by who some of them who some of them were. How in the world? Andre Iguodala got MVP <laughs> over Steph Curry blows my mind, but whatever, you know, that just shows you don't have to always have the best shooting. Uh, but yeah, I just think it's got to be Steph Curry if they win. I, I just think yeah. it should be now comeback player of the year or Iron Man. I mean, it's got to be hopefully um, my man Thompson Clay. I mean, just what he's mm. come through. How how much has Clay impressed you overall? I mean, tremendously, man. Like, like that dude is like what all, us coaches preach. Like, if you shoot, if you're a shooter, you shoot. Okay, if you miss thirty shots, like number thirty-one, you better be shooting and you better not hesitate. So, and then to come back from injury, man. Like, I don't think people realize how tough those injuries were. Mm-hmm. So, um, his mental toughness <laughs> is uh, it, it's 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 second to none. So, I'm I'm really proud of him. I'm talking like I know him, but you know. Really proud of <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and, and, and for you, Mr. Battles, like in terms of who should be the overall finals MVP at, at the moment currently, um, what are your thoughts on that? And just, you know, who's who's kind of had the most impressive series so far? Well, I mean, I would have to say clearly it's uh, Steph Curry. Uh, I mean, even though he didn't have such a great game, uh, you know, offensively wise, um, uh, Monday, uh, as as uh, what people are saying, but I still be true with you. I still thought he had a good game. He might not have shot well, but he was still right. a tremendous yeah. influence on still the game. Impact in the game, he still had a big impact uh, defensively and also being a decoy. Okay, uh, he's one of the few guys, and I, I don't usually think this is a, a good thing, but I think he's one of the few guys that I would say that if they ever gave it to a, a player on a losing team, if they were somehow to lose this, <laughs> you know, he's still been the, clearly the best player. To, mm. to me, yeah. Okay. Now, of course, they're not going to do that if they lose these two games. Obviously, he must something happen to him. 
that might would have happened. But uh, uh, but he's clearly done that. He's got great help from Andrew Wiggins. He's come out of nowhere to really assist him. But uh, uh, but for Golden State, it, it had to be him because uh, uh, just the way that team is built, made, and, and the way they play these playoffs. Um, if if somehow Boston was to come back and whatever, it would have to take a heroic performance by Tatum or Brown to to make that happen. Uh, and I think it would be Tatum. I think Tatum still has the, the more room. Tatum has to be the one. The higher ceiling. I think he still has the higher ceiling. But uh, but then I heard an interview with him, and I it kind of made me. He said, you know, who said I was a superstar? He said, you never saw me Twitter that I was a superstar. Y'all said this. I'm just trying to be the best I can. And while I appreciate that, his honesty, I mean, you know, dude, they're putting a the mantle on you. You got to live up to it, you know? And uh, so, uh, but no, Steph Curry has, you know, uh, he, he has to be, has to be the one. Um, yeah. You know, clearly uh, he's just really performing. Uh, you know, if you go back in history, my man said he, he went back to 88. If you go back when the, when they first started picking the MVP in the finals, uh the very first one was Jerry West in 69, and they actually lost the championship to Boston. Uh, yeah, I think if Boston. there's one player that deserved uh, finals MVP, even in a loss, was LeBron back in 2015, because he almost was averaging like 37, oh, 38. Yeah. yeah. Like he really was caring, because that was without Kyrie and Kevin Love. Like he was exactly. really carrying that team. He, he took them six by himself. Yeah. Okay. But the reason that... that uh, <laughs> Iguodala, because uh, I won that uh, championship, I, I mean, that MVP at that, his particular year was because of the fact that uh, a lot of people, they look back on that. Kyrie Irving, uh, uh, when he did, when in the first part of the series, was uh, it made, didn't make uh, Curry look real good. <laughs> mm, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but it's, and I just wanted to mention, you, you were talking about Clay Thompson, and uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest, and um, who am I? I'm just an old referee. I can't oppose coach there. But uh, uh, Clay Thompson, I was never a big, big, big Clay Thompson fan. Yes, he can shoot, but really? I didn't really see the other parts of his game. I'm one of those. I just didn't see him being a top 75. I, I just really didn't. But uh, but I have a lot more respect for him now coming back from those injuries. His attitude, uh, the what he went through, that's that's crazy, man. I've been around folks who've had serious, that friends who've had serious injuries and could, had to leave the pros and what have you. And what he went through, the mental anguish that he had to, to go through to get where he is now, I, I got to give him all the respect in the world. Now, mm. people look at, you know, he went through two of them, and, and a lot of people want to compare and say, well, look what Durant did when he came back. But that's an anomaly, you know, what Durant did to be hurt like that and come back and to be still that good that quick. But uh, I have to give Clay Thompson a whole lot of credit. He's come in and he's toned his little attitude down because he wanted to come in and be superstar. And he realized, let me just do what I can. Don't overdo it. And don't do anything that's going to be to the detriment of the team. So I really appreciate him for that and seeing how he fit in, and, and you know, and that's been to his credit. He's done a great job. Um, and and for for you, Jeremy, uh, in terms of looking at this series, like from from what you feel from it overall, how do you think the rest of this series will play out? Like, do you feel because I, I personally think I think Golden State will close it out tonight. I feel as though. They kind of smell blood in the water, and, and and game obviously game six clay is one of the best versions, and I think they kind of have championship experience to be able to close down the road. But in, in terms of your perspective, like how do you feel it feels though the rest of the series will play out? Oh man, I'm a great I'm a I'm a 
coach, man. Every time I say something's going to happen. High basketball IQ. High, it might happen, guys. High <laughs> basketball IQ. What he's about to say might actually happen. So listen. <laughs> we, we, no. we bow to the expert. <laughs> exactly. No. No what, I was get, no, what I was getting ready to say is, hey, man, as a coach, you know how you say this is what's going to happen, this is going to happen, and the, com- the, the complete opposite happens. <laughs> so that's, that's all I'm saying, man. Like, in a perfect, in a perfect world on both sides, Boston's going to come out and they're going to push to game seven in a perfect world. Golden State's going to battle back, battle in, in a tough environment and get a great win. I don't know, man. I couldn't tell you. You flip a coin. I almost kind of feel like like it's these teams are battling hard, man. Like it comes down to who can make plays and who can stop somebody to make plays. So uh, like I was telling a kid in workouts today, man, like basketball games are like fights. Like you have to yeah. take somebody's will out. Like I have yes, to, sir. I have to make you submit to me. Winning yes, is sir. really hard, man. Like these are grown men that have been doing this for a long time. So yes, I, it's kind of it's hard, man. Like you just don't know, bro. <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to predict. Yeah. yeah. One day Stephen A. Smith is saying Golden State wins in four or five, and the next day he's looking crazy because he, he thinks Boston might win. So man, you just don't know. <laughs> exactly. Um, Suggest. For, 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 Suggestion, turn the channel. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Or do that. Or just do that. <laughs> and don't listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. Uh, for, 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 for you, Mr. Battles, how, how, how do you kind of feel uh, how this series will, 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 will play out and, and who you think might um be able to close it out? I'm really thinking that Golden State uh, is going to close it out. As, 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 as I told you before, I thought Boston might. I really thought Boston could upset them, and um, and, and and when it's when the series started, I really thought Boston had an opportunity to upset them and, and take them. But it's been a clear. I mean, it's been a, a fight. Uh, it's three to two. Uh, what is it? Uh, three to two. So I mean, uh, I can easily see Boston taking this game six and tying it up, and let's go see what happens. But I know, I know, Golden State doesn't want that to happen because, and again, like we said, our game seven, anything could happen. You know, Lord knows we don't want any injuries, but anything could happen in a game seven. And so, therefore, uh, I look for Golden State to kind of make sure that they keep it close, betting on the thing that if we keep this close, Boston will make a mental error, Boston will make a mistake, and we can win this at the end. Okay? I think Boston, we're going to try to – I would think they would look at it like, look, we've got to get this league, get a cushion, and hold on to it. You know, let's just try to – but they got to be careful. Don't go in there and try to win the game in the first quarter. You know, they're going to be pumped yeah. up. The crowd's going to be can't rush it. Can't rush you it. can't rush it. you got three more quarters to go. You can't let those referees get you upset. You know, we you know we used to say when you play a game, you know, you're playing against seven every time. You, or now it's eight. You're playing against eight all the time, you know, uh, five players and the three refs. And so, you know, you just have to look at it that way. And – we're not taking no prisoners. So they're going to go out there. I look for a great game. I think both teams have been going at it. Uh, it's been close. You know, it's three to two. Yeah, it's been close. Uh, even yeah. though the final scores have not been as close as we might would like them. But the game, overall games have been definitely played uh, close. So uh, uh, if I had to put money on it, I would probably say that Golden State would go ahead and finish it tonight. Absolutely. Um, and, and now getting into our last topic, you know, with, with Christian Woods blockbuster trade to the Mavericks, um, 
in this trade, you know, the Mavericks were able to acquire Woods from the Rockets in exchange for the number 26 pick and, you know, four players with expiring contracts. Uh, Wood had averaged 19.1 points and 9.9 rebounds during his two seasons. And Dallas upgrading at center was, you know, one of their primary goals in the wake of their run to the um, Western Conference Finals. Uh, but to you, Jeremy, like in terms of this new acquisition for the Mavericks and, you, you know, obviously them, they got to the Western Conference Finals, they're improving season by season. Uh, what are your thoughts on this trade for, for them and just kind of how it helps them for next year? I gotta be honest, man. When you sent me the when you sent me the thing about the trade, I didn't even know what happened. Uh, <laughs> so I had to look it up and see, you know, yeah. kind of like what. Like I just feel like it's a lateral move. Like, like did you really get better? Uh, I I don't know, man. I'm I'm not as versed in the NBA probably as you are. So all I can do, man, I gotta I just gotta do what I'm known to do. I see the best teams in the West, Phoenix. Golden State, are you at that level? <laughs> so yeah, if you ain't at that level, man, like you're going to have to move and shake some things and make that thing happen to where you can get on that level. So I don't think the trade propelled them that much to get there. And also, the second thing, I'm not sure why I would trade to someone in my own conference. That's true. Like, that's to me, that's, that's, that's really different. Now, I mean, you know, things happen differently. Um, 26 pick in the draft, maybe that might be a rotational player. Someone can help you. But uh, I, I just don't think it propelled anybody really to get extremely better. Who who did the Mavs get out of that? Um, Wood. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Mavericks got Christian Wood out, out of that trade, and he was oh, traded to Houston, all. correct? Trade to Houston. He was, he's from he's from Houston. Gotcha. Yeah, he came from he Houston. Came okay. From yeah. I just. Came from I mean, maybe he'll help, and I know Houston's needing some help, and they'll get John Wall back hopefully. But I, I don't know, man. Like, I still think they got a few moves to go to get up to. To, to Golden State's level, definitely, I, and and especially like with Luca and and his his ascension, like do you feel as though it's one of those things where he they he still kind of needs that more complete team surrounding him because he he can have heroic, heroic performances, but not always be able to just do it on his own. Obviously, because he does need some more surrounding pieces. Absolutely, yeah, I, I think that's hundred percent. I think Luca was the best when he was off the ball, and Jalen Bronson was the point guard. Thank you, thank you. Um, I just think Luca just ball just dribbles too much, ball dominates, and I, I think he slows them down. So um, if this guy comes in and can help them play a little bit faster and better, great. But I think Tim Hardaway Jr. was out too. There's a couple guys on the bench that were out. So maybe that could propel them if they're all healthy. Definitely. Uh, to, to you, Mr. Battles, what, are, what were your initial thoughts on this trade and just kind of like what it means for, for the Mavericks going forward? Well, I think the biggest thing for, for the Mavericks was the fact that it allows them, it clears up cap space to allow them to go out and get three yeah. agents. They need, they know they need help with Doncic, with Luca. Okay, they, he needs help. And like my man said, I, a lot of people don't believe that, but I believe he needs to be off the ball. I think they need a, a real point guard that can get him the ball because he slows up the game for them. I mean, he's uh, James Harden light or James, or James Harden esque, yeah. Yeah, he's the same. It's the same person, the same game. Yeah, you know, if you if you don't like Harden, why do you like Luca? Same, <laughs> same guy. It's the, it's the same guy. Okay, uh, and they need help. They need front court help bad. Uh, Christian Wood, I don't know if he's the answer. I saw his numbers. I was surprised his numbers were as strong as what they were. But he's playing, you know. But what does that mean? He's playing with Houston. They won about ten games all year. Okay, yeah. so I, I don't really see how much he's. But I really think what they're doing is trying to clear up space. I've heard word that they're trying, they're looking at trying to get Aiton from Phoenix because Aiton's going to be a free agent. 
So they're looking at trying to pull an Aiton or trying to pull a, a Rudy Gobert. They want a big man. Uh, I think they need to lean toward trying to find him a, 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 a – I mean, Brunson can be a good point guard. I don't know. He's more of a – to me, he's more of a shooter than he is a passer, you know. Mm, uh, yeah, but true. they got to get that ball out of Lucas' hands and let it move around. He's a great player. The guy can play now. But you just can't sit around everybody looking at him, standing around the foul. You know, you got Hardaway Jr. You got uh, – uh, what's that other kid they picked up? Uh, uh, Dunwitty, uh, Bullock. Hardaway, you got all these guys sitting around with their hands on the hips waiting to shoot the ball. Jalen Bronson. Yeah, all these Jalen Bronson. All these guys sitting around waiting to shoot the ball, waiting on him to do something. So mm-hmm. I still think they're a little ways off. I think the it's a testament to Luca's ability, his skill set, that they even got to the finals. But I certainly didn't see that coming. I, I, like I told you before, I still have not heard whatever happened to Phoenix. What in the world happened? Phoenix. I don't know what Chris Paul. What happened? <laughs> you know. But, uh, but, but 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 um. Before we wrap up, Jeremy, like, do you have any closing thoughts on on Phoenix? Because that was one of the most impressive teams, like, for most of the season. And then in that game seven against Dallas, you know, they weren't able able to, to have an effective game at all. It was just the first time where I looked at Chris Paul and said, "Man, he's it 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 wasn't quite the Chris Paul that we had been used to being seen or used to seeing." Yeah. yeah. And um. I think they're going to have to do something there at the point. I think he can still play, but I just think they might have been playing him too many minutes. Um, you know, and he just, they just, they got exposed, man. And I think really, I think people were really thinking it was going to be a Phoenix, um, Golden State, State Western. Western. Finals, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. I, I love Chris Paul, man. I want to see him get a ring, man. I, that's who, yes, that's who all of us guys that are my age patterned our game after as a point guard. You wanted to be the Chris Paul. So, I got number love for him, but I just think that series kind of showed that a little bit. Definitely. Well, uh, Mr. Greco and Jeremy, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on uh, both, and thank you so much. Absolutely, Mr. Battles. Hopefully I'll get to meet you and, and know you a little bit more in the future. Yeah, I look forward to that, sir, and I appreciate you giving me a call and, have, and inviting me on. It's a pleasure, and I enjoyed it, and uh, and uh, look forward to seeing what happens down the road. Good Absolutely. game. Look for a good game. Looking for a good game tonight. Looking for a, for a good game tonight, yeah. <laughs> game six. Well, that wraps it up for tonight. I'm your host, Wednesday Burns. This has been Full Scope. See you later.